Good morning to everyone on the prayer line. Good morning to the saints of the Most High God. Good morning to our New Destiny Church family. Good morning to the intercessors. Good morning to the universal body that's calling in from around the world. Good morning to every pastor this morning. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. That's powerful worship this morning that we've had a time of worship and coming to the presence of the Lord. And so before we introduce the team this morning, let's just pray. And and let's go further into the chamber, further into the presence of the Almighty God. And so, Father, we thank you this morning, and we bless you. And we say good morning to you, Father. And good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Lord Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Father, we thank you for this is truly the day that you have made, and in it we shall rejoice and be glad. We thank you that you delivered us from the powers of darkness and you translated us into the kingdom of your dear Son, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, for it is written in your word, you will never leave us, nor will you ever forsake us. Father, as we come boldly into your presence, Father, we lift up holy hands and we say, Thank you, Father. You are a good Father. We come not asking anything at this time. We just come giving you praise. We come giving you glory. We come hollowing out your name, saying that you are Jehovah Rapha. You are the God that, Lord God, supplied, Lord God, the need of your people. You are, Lord God, the God that is a healer. You are the God that is a maywaker. You are the God that is a sustainer. You are the God, Lord God, that keeps us. You are the God that gives us breakthrough. You are the almighty God. And, Father, we thank you for who you are in our life. We thank you for your very nature and your very presence and the very essence, Lord God, the Lord God of who you are in our life. You are the one who called us to be redeemed. You are the one that's called us to be sane in the right state of mind. You are the one that calls us to be balanced in our thinking. You are the one, Lord God, to get us, Lord God, through any kind of trouble that we will ever go through, even as you said in the Psalms, Father, if we call on you, if we cry out to you, you will deliver us out of trouble. And so, Father, we thank you for it. We thank you for it. And so, Father, have your way this morning as we have a brief time in the Word and as we lift up every prayer request today, Lord God, every prayer request, everything we pray for as the righteous, I thank you, Lord God, you will hear our prayers. You said the prayers of the righteous availeth much in Jesus' name. Well, this morning we have with us Minister Helena Marty, she will be doing our prayer requests and praying over those prayer requests. Minister Helena, how are you and Michael this morning? We are doing most excellent, Bishop. You got me all fired up this morning. Whoa, Come what on. a powerful prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm I'm ready to go this morning. I am ready to go this morning. It's time for us as the saints to get ready to fight. We have to fight for what's right. We have to fight. We have to fight. So you all get ready. We're going we to use the weapons of our warfare. As Apostle Paul says, they are not carnal, but they're mighty to God, to the pulling down of strongholds in Jesus' name. And so we have with us this morning Pastor Horatius Harris, the double H, 
all the way from Atlanta. He will be doing our devotion this morning. Pastor Harris, how are you and Sister Keisha? We are doing most excellent as well. Thank you so much. It's good to be on this morning. I have to agree. After that prayer, we can we can say Selah. <laughs> we said that, but we ain't say no Selah just yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to be on with everybody this morning. Good morning, Pastor Adrian, to the New Destiny family and all the other great leaders that are on the line this morning. Amen. Well, well, I'm not going to delay. I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Harris, and and he's going to be a blessing to us this morning. I already know it. Pastor Harris is on you. Amen. Well, uh, I have just two scriptures that's going to sum up a uh, just a very powerful message um, this morning. I want to read to you. Uh, first, let's go to Matthew uh, 15. I mean, Matthew 5 and then 15, and then I will go to Acts uh, 2 and 11, Acts 2 and 11. So 5.15, as we kind of just bring this understanding, especially being in the time that we're in, right after Pentecost. It says, let me go to verse 16. It says, let your light so shine before men that you may see your that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, your Father in heaven. Then Acts two, verse eight. I kind of want to read just a little bit of. Uh, let's go to nine. <clears throat> this is after the the Holy Spirit has fell and uh, those who were in the upper room got filled with the Spirit and the power of God was all over them and they started speaking. And it says in verse nine. Uh, verse 8, it says, And how is it that we hear each in our own language in which we were born? Parthenians, Medes, Elamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, <clears throat> Asia, Phygyra, Pamphylia, Egypt, and parts of Libya joining Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes. Verse 11 is my focus. Cretan and Arabs, we hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. Ladies and gentlemen, this morning, I, I tell you the, the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of us gives us an opportunity to express the goodness of God like we couldn't do it in our own self. We don't have the human power and language to even declare how good he is. And so the Holy Spirit gives us the language, gives us the ability to express those things to others. But he also gives us the ability to live out those things so that others can see it and glorify God. So there's two ways that you can glorify God. Number one is by what comes out of your mouth. Number two is by the way that you live. And I was talking to Bishop the other day and just listening to something he said, and it, and it, and it triggered something in me that uh, as we are in this third dimension, uh, understanding that the, the first dimension that I saw when he was speaking was that God created us. 
he created man. <clears throat> and, and then he, he, the next one is he walked with man. The Bible says that he came upon man. You know, he came upon Moses. He came upon um, Samson. He, he, he came upon him. But the third dimension is God is in us. And he wanted to be in us so that we can fully manifest his vision, his mandate for the earth, and ultimately live out that which he desired. So I, I wanted to share this with you because it was amazing to me that all that had happened at Pentecost, these people were hearing the words declaring the wonderful works of God, how, how awesome he was, how, how magnificent he is, and how, how powerful he is. And they're hearing these things. <clears throat> but then after they heard them, then they start to experience them. And this is the way that we as Christians should live our lives where people hear what comes out of our mouth but then they're going to see it lived out in our lives. And I love this because it says, nor, uh, verse 15 in, in chapter 5 of Matthew, it says, nor do they uh, light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. See, you know, what I'm really, really, really uh, – disturbs me, uh, disturbed about, is when people try to be closet Christians. God has been too good for us, to us. He's been too good for us, to us, and, and we have to, to understand that what we do, we got to live out loud. I know you got LOL for laugh out loud, but we got to live out loud. If he's been so good to us, we need to tell our testimony. We need to let people see us do well and fare well in the earth. We're not supposed to be broke down and busted and disgusted. We're supposed to live a life that somebody from the outside who don't know Jesus look at them and say, what are they doing? How are they living? Now, I'm not, you know, boasting of material things, but I am talking about somebody who walks in power, somebody who walks in peace, somebody who walks in strength and confidence and boldness. And watch this, somebody who, who speaks a thing and it, it is established. Somebody who goes through something, but people see you come out on the other side looking better than you went in. Those are the things that God is declaring over us today. In the very nature of this word that, that speaks to us right now on this call, is when the Holy Spirit manifests himself from the inside out, we're going to declare the wonderful works of God. We're going to be able to speak of those things and, and watch this and then live them out so that people can glorify your Father who's in heaven. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine somebody getting saved just by looking at your life? I know many people that have gotten saved. Uh, because of that. I know people who live a life that makes you want to get saved, <laughs> you know, it makes you want to live right. There are some people that you know, and you may be that very person. So, so watch this. It is very possible for you to live your life and somebody say, i got to do whatever they're doing. And, and watch this. So I'm declaring from this day forward, from this point forward on this call, the power of the Holy Spirit is going to be made manifest on us 
that we can, even in this wicked world, our light is going to shine in all of this darkness, and people are going to see our good works and glorify our Father in heaven. It's not just about receiving the word. It's about living that word and letting it be a light to others. And watch this. And being so vocal that you should preach the gospel to anyone that comes your way as the Holy Spirit gives you utterance. As the Holy Spirit leads you, do not hold back. I was on a call the other day with a, uh, a lady from AT&T and trying to get my, my, my uh, Internet established. And she was asking me about uh, the, the suite that our building our building is in. It's Suite G. I said, Suite G is in God. She said, Suite G is in girl. I said, no, 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 no. Suite G is in God. Let me tell you something. If I speak, you know, I start preaching to it at that point because she tried to switch. When I said God, you said girl. Now, I'm like, wait a minute now. Now, I think God is very uh, clear that it's a G in front of that. So I, I was like, wait a minute. Let me, this time the minister right here when she did that. So my point was I, was, I hopefully gave her some light so that she can earn. She started saying, oh, yeah, you're right. She backed up from her, from her position. But hopefully she was able to say, you know what, if, if I know God, I should be more forward about it. If I don't know God, I want to know who he is for this person to be so bold and just, you know, speak so highly of who God is. So this particular text tells me this, the wonderful works of God. Watch this. When I look up that word wonderful, I, when I look up that word wonderful, it speaks of conspicuous Favor. Now, you know what the word inconspicuous means. To be inconspicuous is to be unseen, means to be uh, hidden, means to be covert. But conspicuous means to be obviously visible. That means to be clearly visible, which means what God is going to do upon us on this call today. I hope you receive what I'm saying. Don't just take these as mere words. This is in the word of God. This is what well, think about that like this. This is right after the Holy Spirit fell. And and the very thing that comes out of their mouths is they're declaring the wonderful works of God. Is this the next thing that comes out of their mouth after the Spirit fell? And they're declaring the wonderful works of God. God must want them to have declared that to those who were uh who were heathens, who were Gentiles, those who didn't know God, and he wanted them to declare it. And I'm declaring right now that God is going to make our lives such an example that it's going to be conspicuous, easily seen favor that's going to be upon us because we are going to walk and live according to what the Spirit gives us utterance to say and to do. I'm so thankful that we live in a time where we can understand that God wants to show himself strong in his people today. These are the last days, y'all. I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not taking it for granted, all the stuff that's happening. I'm not saying he's coming today or tomorrow. What I am saying is we know that we are towards the end times. And do not think that we got a lot of time to get things done. So I'm going to go and declare the wonderful works of God 
in the lives of the people who I encounter on each and every moment of the day. I'm declaring to my family, I ain't going to take nobody for granted. I'm going to declare to my friends. I'm going to declare to my coworkers. Yeah, I'm going to declare to those that are in, in my purview that I can see and touch and they can hear me. Uh, that's why I, I declare this over your life, that you live the same life that's according to what the Scriptures is saying. He said they were speaking the wonderful the conspicuous favor of God. And watch this. The favor that God has put on us is the favor that God wants to use to save the world. The favor that God has put on you is the favor that God wants to save your community. The favor that God has put on Bishop is the favor that God wants to use to save the city. Uh, I declare that right now. In the name of Jesus, let us just pray this and declare this over our lives. Father, we receive your glory. We receive your power, and we thank you that you have fixed our mouths and our lifestyle, that we can be witnesses, we can be duplicates of Christ. Therefore, our lifestyle is indicative of people to see it and say, who is the God that you serve? Who is this Jesus that you declare? And we thank you, Lord, for allowing us to live this lifestyle that people will see the light that emanates from us, and they see the good works that we do, and they want to glorify you in heaven, Father. We thank you for this ability that we have. We want to see it manifest. We don't want to just read it in the Scripture. We want our lives to be like this. We want to emanate who you are. We want to be such a form of Christ that people would desire to walk and live properly. Father, when we walk into a room, they got to stop all the profanity. When we walk into a place, people are going to act up and straighten up. And Father, when we walk into uh, a facility, Father, there's going to be so much attention drawn because they're going to see the favor, the conspicuous favor. It ain't going to be hidden. It ain't going to be uh, maybe so or I don't know. It's going to be there is got to be a God in heaven because of this man and this woman and the way that they carry the glory. I declare that we are glory carriers in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. Bishop. Wow. Amen. Don't be a closet Christian. Y'all, we're coming out the closet. We're coming out. We're coming out of the closet. We're not going to be closet Christians. We're going to live our faith out loud and let people know the wonderful works of the Lord. We're going to come back in a minute. We're going to touch on it just a little bit more, but at this time we're going to have Minister Helena come with our prayer request. Minister Helena. Thank you, Bishop, and thank you, Pastor Harris. What a morning. Oh, wow. Okay, we got a few prayer requests. We have one from Beatrice Kelly asking to pray for her and her husband for strength. She's asking for wisdom to make sound decisions concerning the care of her husband. Her husband is 89 years old, and he's failing in strength. She said, please pray for us. We are members of New Destiny. And that request really touched me because she wanted to make sure that we know that they are members of New Destiny. And so, Father God, you've heard it. They are members of your chosen church. Thank you so much. One thing that we know 
about the word concerning strength, Father God, if anyone who is weak has been commanded to say that I am strong. And so Beatrice said that you are strong. Say that your husband is strong. And James 1.5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives it generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given unto you. So Father God, we thank you. We are standing in your word, on your word. We are thanking you for giving them strength, the strength that they need. Now, we know that wisdom comes from heaven, and when it comes, it's pure. It comes with peace, loving, and mercy. So, Father God, grant Miss Beatrice that wisdom that she needs in making the decision for her husband. You also said that one who gets wisdom loves life. For those who find you find life and receive favor from you. So we are asking for the uncommon favor upon them right now, Father God. He's 89 years old. So that favor, the way you kept him all the way till now, we are asking for that favor upon both of them. We thank you, Father God. Genesis 24 says that now Abraham was old, advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. So, Father God, we know that all things, health is one of them. Strength is one of them. Sound mind is one of them. We thank you so much for providing your words unto us, for us to use it in the time of need. Thank you. Now, Veronica Baker also is asking prayer for her Aunt Teresa Tate. She said Teresa is currently hospitalized, and she has some heart condition and other health issues related to aging. She is 86 years old, and she is ready to go to her eternal home. Uh, Father God, you said whatever we ask, you will grant unto us. We are still in your throne room. And this is exactly what the family is asking us to pray for. Proverbs 3, 5 says to trust in you with all our hearts and not to lean on our own understanding. So Father God, Teresa knows that you are her strength and shield. She trusts in you. And so we are asking that you let it be unto her according to your word. We are not going to make any decisions. But whatever you've already spoken unto her life, let it come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. Even though if her flesh and heart may fail her, may you be her strength, may you strengthen her, and may you be her portion in this time, in the name of Jesus. The third one is from Yeshun Shavers, requesting prayer for Tabari Shavers, whose wife of uh, four years lost a battle with cancer. This is what he says. We know that no one loses any battle because you've already won the battle. But Father God, we are asking for you to comfort and strengthen the children that have been left behind and also the, the, the husband that is mourning. Thank you so much, God. Deuteronomy 31, 8 says, The Lord himself will go before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For God is available. Always rely on him and call on to him. Let him be your comforter, because he is a God of comfort. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for wrapping your arms around the family. 
We thank you so much for being there with them. Let them get to know you during this time. Your words in Matthew 5, 4 says that blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, Father God, we have New Destiny Academy still in the throne. We, we presented it last time, and we are still presenting it again. We thank you so much. Last Saturday at prayer meetings, you revealed unto us that we should pray against spirits of delay. For we know that you reveal mysteries from the darkness and brings the deep darkness into light. And so we thank you for loving us and, and urging us to pray. And so, dear God, as it is written in Second Corinthians 2.11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. When the children of Israel were wandering in the wilderness, you spoke and you said they have circled this mountain long enough and gave detailed instructions on how to proceed. So, Father God, this morning we are asking, our bishop is patiently listening and waiting on you. So speak to him, Father God. We know you did that before. You did that with Moses. You did that with so many other elder brothers. And so, Father God, right now, he is waiting on you. And he says, speak, Lord. Speak for your servants here. And he wants to know exact details, detailed instructions for New Destiny Academy to proceed in the mighty name of Jesus. So this morning we are praying again the spirit of delay to be moved in the blood of Jesus. We declare uncommon favor among other requests. We declare uncommon favor. May every mountain that is on that path be removed in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you so much because you are a covenant-keeping God. You've already said it. And so we are waiting. We are patiently waiting on you. Thank you so much for loving all of us. And thank you for choosing us for this region. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Amen. We also this morning want to lift up the Whiteside family. His wife, Marilyn, Richard Whiteside, these are church members of uh, our Pittsburgh location. We also want to lift up their two sons. This morning at uh, 3 o'clock this morning, somewhere between uh, 3.15 and 3.55, Brother Richard transitioned to be with the Lord. It's a family that uh, I've been walking with for um, some time now, but just walking with them through the valley of the shadow of death for about a year. And this morning, he's transitioned over into glory. So I'm going to ask us to continue to lift up the Whiteside family, that God will give them peace in their time of grief. And so, Father, we thank you this morning that you promised us you would comfort all that mourn. And so we ask that you would comfort the Whiteside family, that you would give them peace, Lord God, like no one else can give. For you said in your word that you would keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. So I thank you, Father, during this time of grief, you give them stability of the mind. Jesus, you said 
in John's Gospel, the peace that you give is not like the peace that the world gives. And you said, let not our hearts be troubled, neither be ye afraid. And therefore, we thank you that the peace that you give contains the power to keep our heart and our mind. It surpasses all understanding. And so, Father, keep their hearts, keep their minds, bring alongside them all of the assistance, the support they need as they transition through this time of grief. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Before we go back to Pastor Harris, I want to uh, just share some information with you all because I believe it's important. And then I'll have Minister Helena pray concerning what I'm about to share. Then we'll go back to Pastor Harris. Uh, Over the weekend, there's been uh, 12 mass shootings in our nation. That's 12. And uh, that's very alarming. And so that uh, is in the city of um, uh, actually Chicago, so that's Illinois, New Jersey, Ohio, Indiana, South Carolina, Virginia, Texas, and Minnesota. Eleven dead and 69 injured. Eleven people died in these massive shootings and 69 injured. The Bible tells us that lawlessness will abound. And sin would begin to abound. But where sin abound, the grace of God does much more abound. And I believe as believers that we should pray for these things. So now that the time of salvation would draw near, that we would see a revival in our land, that men would turn their hearts to God. Because God's desire is that none would perish and all would come into the knowledge of the truth. And so I want, uh, at this time, Minister Helena to come and pray concerning these massive shootings that have taken place. Pray for the families, because people are going through grief. People are upset. Uh, I think the, the, the pandemic, which they say we're on the backside of it, and I don't know where we are in it, just to be honest with you. Uh, things seem to be worse than better, although many of us are doing well. But I believe the majority of our nation and people around the world, they're not doing well. People are afraid. People are disturbed in their mind. Chaos has been unleashed in the streets. So as the righteous, we want to pray for the power of God that manifests itself in these families' lives and manifests itself in their family like never before. Minister Helena. Father God. We are still in the throne room. And as you told us, that you will never leave us or forsake us. And also, you wanted us to be vigilant. You wanted us to be attentive. This is the time that you wanted all intercessors to be vigilant. And so, dear God, we've been praying for our land. But we also know that during the time of Lord, you spoke to Noah. You gave Noah instructions on how to save his people. You have done that before. And so, Father God, right now is the time for us, for the intercessors, for all people that are calling themselves Christians. This is the time that we wanted to have clear instructions and directions on how 
to to clean the land, how to purify the land. We come before you, you said we shouldn't be forsaking our spiritual um, powers. And so, Father God, right now we are calling all intercessors. This is the time for intercession. Yes, these things will happen. Yes, you have already won it. Yes, you are not caught by any surprise. But, Father God, we are asking. We are asking for your mighty power. We are asking for you to extend your mighty hands over this land. Whatever that is going on, we know that we are not. We are not really caught by any surprise, Father God. For if we know all the things that you've already You've already spoke. You've already written that, Father God. You are asking intercessors to be vigilant. You are asking intercessors to be alert and to pray against these things that is happening. Yes, some of them will happen, but we need to be on top and we need to know when to clear the land. We come before you, Father God. Now we are committing all the mothers, all the parents, all the loved ones that have lost the premature death, we come against them right now. These are all schemes of the enemy. For you did not, you did not give any life and said, yes, take it out prematurely. And so, Father God, give us the clear direction. Call out all those people that you call in Christians, all those people that need to return back to your word, all the Christians that are out there that are not functioning according to your word. We need to rely on your word. You say you are still on your throne. You are still speaking to your children. We need to listen to the directions that you are giving us for this time. This now time, what we're going through. All we are asking that, Father God, this premature death needs to cease now in the mighty name of Jesus. You have already shed your blood, and so there's no shouldn't be any more bloodshed on the land. We're calling all the leaders, leaders of churches. We are calling all of them, Father God, back into your word. We come against the division that is going on right now on our land. You didn't call us to do this. I didn't call you guys to do this. I want you guys to follow the word. Follow my word. Yes, Father God, the leaders repent. We are repenting on behalf of the leaders, on behalf of those that are calling themselves Christians. We are repenting on their behalf for not, for not following your word. Yes, 
You already said that. The case is closed. And so, Father God, all that is going on right now, all the killing, because we know that the devil comes to steal, to kill and destroy. And so we know that none of this is from you. But dear God, we are repenting and we are asking that we want this to cease. Yes, we those that you have called for us to pray, yes, we will. We will be praying. We will give our all in all, 100% to your word. And we will proclaim your word. We will be the testimony of people to follow you. Thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to be in your throne room once again. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 <clears throat> Amen. Wow. We thank God this morning that his power is going out to deal with these situations and circumstances we're dealing with in our nation. In our nation. As we circle back to uh, the devotion, Pastor Harris dealt with a few scriptures, but in the Acts second chapter, verse eleven, in the Amplified Bibles, it says, "When the Cretans and Arabians too, we all hear them speaking in our own native tongue and telling of the mighty works of God, the mighty works of God." And so, as they were speaking, even as Minister Helena was speaking in the Spirit they heard in their own language the testimony of Jesus. They heard in their own language the mighty works of God, the wonderful works of God. They heard in their own language them witnessing. They were witnessing. They were witnessing to the people about what the power of God had done, not can do, but what it had already done. And that's one of the things we have to understand, the mighty works of God. And we got to testify of the mighty works of God. We have to be a witness, even as Jesus says in Acts 1 and 8, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be a witness unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and unto the othermost parts of the earth. We have to be a witness to the goodness of God. People need to understand the goodness of God in the land of the living as we deal with racism, police brutality, all these things we're dealing with in our nation today and things around the world, chaos of a pandemic. And whatever the case may be, the gospel is the answer to whatever you're dealing with, whatever vice the enemy is using. The gospel is the answer. Before we close, we want to circle back to Pastor Harris and see if he has any closing remarks. Pastor Harris. Yeah, I want to just, I know we're way over time, but just briefly, <clears throat> you you just said that, and but most people probably don't. It didn't, it got to settle in their spirit, let me say that, that somehow we, we we don't connect the gospel to our current situation. If if you're talking about all of the ills of society, you just want to discuss them, what good is that going to do? What good does it make for us to talk about, well, man, they're doing this in the world and they're doing that in the world? That is not going to solve the problem. 
by rallying around the issue. What's going to solve it is the preached word, the gospel, which is going to the place what needs the most attention, which is the heart of man. Until we change the heart of man, we will not fix the ills of our society and our communities and what's going on in this world. I just want to say that. Wow. And that's what the gospel does. It changes the heart of men. And the heart of men need to be changed. I get it. Really, I do. People are upset, and rightly so, in many reasons. But we have to see the gospel as the answer. That's why God has given his son, Jesus. That's why Jesus died for us. And I believe us who are up early as prayer warriors, we get it. We're going to intensify in prayer. We're going to pray against these things. We're going to be watchmen on the wall, and we're going to be alert. We're going to be focused. We're going to look away from distractions because many things are distractions, so many distractions going on in the world today. And I boldly declare that we are not going to be distracted. This is the time that the power of God comes into the life of the believer so that the believer can live a life of victory and also a life of soul harmony. You say, Bishop, what's soul harmony? Peace in your soul. That's what the Amplified Bible calls it. Peace in your soul. We need peace in our souls. We need peace in our mind. And I declare the peace of God, this will pass up all understanding, will just begin to manifest itself in every area of your life. No matter what goes on in the world, you're still going to be at peace. You're going to be, I declare that over you this morning. As we bring our time of prayer to a close, Psalms 118 verse 24 says, This is the day that the Lord has made. In it we shall rejoice and be glad. In this brand new day, come on, you know, it's a brand new you. Therefore, it's brand new opportunities and brand new possibilities. Make this declaration of faith with me this morning. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous. I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. I am more than a conqueror, and I'm a world overcomer. We declare that over you this morning. I pray you declared it over yourself that you are more than a conqueror and you are a world overcomer for this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith. Hey, make today great by making today count. God bless you. We love you and we'll see you tonight in the sanctuary for Bible study on live stream. We declare God's traveling grace and mercy over your life, that he will get you to your destination and back home safely, that no sickness, harm, or danger will come near your dwelling place in Jesus' name. God bless you, Pastor Adrian and I. We love you all so much. Thank you for your faithfulness, your commitment, and your consistency. You all have been amazing during this time of crisis, and we're going to keep it up, y'all. We're going to keep it up. We're fighting the good fight of faith. This is Minister Helena, Pastor Harris, and Bishop. We're signing off for this morning. Kathy, let's open the line.